Welcome to the Hardcore Truth, where we discuss politics, society, and whatever else comes to mind. I'm your host, Rusty, the pissed-off libertarian. Thanks for tuning in. Well, everybody, it's another week and another episode of the Hardcore Truth, and this one is going to be a doozy. We're going to discuss actual tyranny. Tyranny that we are witnessing right before our very eyes in this country. Tyranny on levels unprecedented and never before seen, ever, but was predicted, and fell on deaf ears. But before we get into that, I want to start this episode the same way that I do every single episode, and that's thanking each and one of you all throughout the world who take the time out of their busy lives and schedule to listen to this dumpster fire of a podcast that I do every week. Without you guys, I couldn't do it, and I sure as hell wouldn't even give it a chance. So, thank you. So, moving on. Um... A lot of things have been coming down the pike here uh, this past week. I mean, shit. This whole shit show of a new president that we have. And um, if our country wasn't a laughingstock beforehand, it sure as hell is now. You have to look at everything that's going on in this country and you need to really stop and think if this was done by design. If you listen to this podcast, you know it was. You have to look at the the obvious red flags here. Okay, y- you do. The civil unrest. The propaganda with the media. The stolen elections. Whether you believe that or not, there's a lot of un- uncertain things that are still going on with that. Okay, and, and like I said, whether you liked the previous president or not, there was still some sketchy shit going on there. But it just doesn't stop there. Okay, they're not satisfied with taxing the shit out of you from cradle to grave. Okay, in this country, you literally have to you literally have to pay taxes when you die. So you literally have to pay taxes to die in this country. It is complete is completely and utterly disgusting. There's no cause for it. There's no reason behind it. Other besides the fact that the government is this disgusting, overgrown, power hungry monster. And it festers and it rues within Washington, DC. And it spreads its it spreads its tentacles throughout the country. Everything it touches. It infects. Everything that is infected by it is destroyed. And so on and so forth. And it has no, no signs of slowing down. It has no intentions on slowing down. Especially with this current administration. What do I mean by that? Let's look at what has happened thus far. What has happened thus far? This new so-called president, which he's an actual fucking tyrant, and he's the closest to an actual tyrant this country has had in a very, very long time. We, I mean, other besides Franklin Delano Roosevelt, this guy takes the cake, and he's only getting started. Within minutes, hours even, of becoming the president, right off the bat, He signed over 15 different executive orders. 15. 
Now, these weren't executive orders that would actually do something to embetterment the people or the, or the infrastructure or the economy of this country. It was none of that. There was, there was, no, there was nothing that he assigned into executive order that would benefit the American citizen. Okay, there was nothing that he signed into into executive order that would bolster and support and strengthen the Constitution and our rights and our freedoms. On the contrary, the things that he has signed had actually set this country backwards. Even so, I would dare to say that it has set this country backwards 10 years. Okay. Now, what he is trying to do, what he's trying to do, he is trying to be the next Barack Obama. He is furthering his, that legacy, if you want to call it that. He's trying to further that legacy. But all he is doing is not only is he furthering that legacy, but he's taking it. 10 steps forward. Whereas Barack Obama was progressive, Joe Biden has to be the ultra progressive. Not only does he have to be the ultra progressive, but he has to be the ultra activist as well. The only problem with this is, the only issue with all of this is that Joe Biden does not have the mental wherewithal To be worth a damn. The only thing that Joe Biden is good for. Is to be a puppet. Because. If anybody knows anything. The president is nothing more than a figurehead. Okay. That's all he is. Somewhere. Someplace. Amongst the people who is advising him has made him believe that he actually has power. Now, the president does have power. I'm not saying that he does not, because that would be foolish and stupid to say. The president does have power. It's limited power, but but the president still has power in this country. The president can't even declare war without getting the okay from Congress and the Senate. And they both have to agree nine times out of ten. Unless if it's 2021, the Congress can do whatever the fuck they want. They could completely and utterly circumvent the Senate and do whatever the fuck they want. Which, by the way, is not constitutional. But yet it still happens. Okay? These are some of the problems that we are facing in this country right now. Now, what, do I, what did I mean that he doesn't have the mental wherewithal to be an activist? Joe Biden tries to be an activist. But the problem with Joe Biden is, is that he constantly, anytime he opens his mouth, okay, he trips over his own dick, okay? He fucks up what he's trying to say, and he, when he fucks up, he ends up telling the truth. What do you mean, what do you mean by he ends up telling the truth? This is exactly what I mean. To a point, the government does not want us to know what they're doing. The government does not want us to know 
that they are quietly stripping us from our freedoms. Yes, within the past four years or so, probably even longer than that. Well, okay, let's go back further than that to the year 2000. Let's go back 20 years ago. This is what they were doing. And it all started with the Patriot Act. So it's not all that quietly. But back then, the difference was the back, back then, they would try to cover it up by calling in national security. The way that they would circumvent the Constitution and strip you from your rights and freedoms was, well, it's, it's for national security. It's for your safety. See, so not so much anymore. They'll try to bullshit you and say that it's for, you, for your safety. We all know it's not. They don't really give a fuck. Because they're just going to do it anyways. And what do I mean by they're going to do it anyways? It's obvious. Joe Biden literally got in front of cameras on national television and said no amendment to the Constitution is absolute. Let me repeat that for you. The President of the United States who swore an oath to uphold and protect the Constitution said no amendment in the Constitution is absolute. What do you think he was talking about? What do you think he was talking about there? It's obvious what he was talking about there. He was talking about the Second Amendment. The funny thing about the Second Amendment is it's pretty fucking absolute. It's cut and dry. It's literally two sentences. That's it. And at the end of that second sentence, it says, shall not be infringed. What does the word infringed mean? All of you are intelligent. I think you know what the fuck that word means. I'm not going to belittle you by telling you what it is. I don't have to. You know it. But this guy gets up and he tries to convince the nation, the president of the United States of America tries to convince the people of this country by saying that no amendment in the Constitution is absolute. Well, I'm sorry. What do you think the founding fathers were trying to do here? Do you think this was just supposed to be temporary? That after 150 years, 250 years, 300 years, that these rights would be, you know, possibly changed? No. See, the problem is with the left. The problem is they want you to think that the Constitution is a living, breathing document. It isn't. What was written in the Constitution is the bedrock of this country. It was written in stone. It was literally etched into stone. There's no changing it. There's no getting rid of it. It, it is what it is. It is, it's, it is exactly what what it is. I have to tell you people, 
This whole thing, this whole thing, and all of us who were, I don't want to say in the know because it makes us sound elitist and we're not elitist, but all of us who saw this coming knew it was coming. We tried to warn people. We tried to tell people. But they just wanted to laugh at us or shout us down or call us names. Conservatives and liberals alike. From the from the conservative side, you know, we were just crazy whack jobs. Okay, who just wanted, you know, legalized drugs and legalized prostitution? Well, yeah, we do. Okay, but that's not the only thing we care about. It's not. We believe in individual freedom, and that individual freedom should not be limited. Period. The end. As long as you are not hurting anyone or stealing their stuff, then it's fine. That's what us libertarians believe in. We are pro being left the fuck alone by any and everyone. As long as we're not hurting anyone, what's the problem? So you have, you you had the conservatives calling us that. Basically, they were calling us fucking dirty hippies, okay? And then you have the left who were calling us extremists. They were lumping us in with, you know, conservatives and whatnot. Well, we find a lot of things wrong with conservatives just as, like, we find a lot of things wrong with liberals, okay? Yeah, there are some things that we agree with the conservatives. There are some things that we, very little things that we agree with the liberals. But we're still there. And see, us libertarians serve as a threat to the status quo. And that's why they want to discredit us and destroy us. Because we serve a very posable threat to their power structure. We serve a major threat to usurping their control. And that's why they want to get rid of us. But now you also have a president who is sitting in office right now. And I'm sorry, I'm not going to buy into the whole, I'm not going to buy into the whole, the resident of, you know, 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. Now, let's not be children about this. Because to be quite frank with you, playtime is fucking over. Playtime has been over. This is endgame shit right here that we're looking at. You have all of these restrictions coming out of D.C. That further handicap our freedom and rights. And it's happening At a ridiculous rate. And I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This needs to be discussed. And it may piss off some libertarians. But I'm I'm, I'm telling you right now. If nothing is going to be done about this. We're not going to have to worry. About rights and freedoms. Because they'll be fucking gone. Because that's what this administration is literally trying to do. If his attitude 
towards the Constitution is exactly what his quote sounds like, then he has no problem with going after other rights. If he is stand there and standing there and saying about the only the only amendment in the Constitution where it says shall not be infringed, if he is going after that, how many other rights, how many other amendments that don't say shall not be infringed is he going to be willing to go after? Because whether you like it or not, without the Second Amendment, you don't have a First Amendment. Because the Second Amendment is the only thing that is protecting you in order to have a First Amendment. But people in this country have become too complacent, too stupid, too ignorant to know their rights. When you have a government who is willing to pay for you to sit on your ass and be unproductive... And the only thing you have to do is sign over your rights and freedoms in order to get that said free money. And all of us got it. All of us did. Okay? All of us did. But don't be fooled. It is, it is a ploy. It is a trick. This isn't conspiracy theory shit. This is actual fucking fact. But I digress. My point is, if you have a government who is willing to pay for you to be unproductive, all they have to do is wave that check in front of your face. And they can play the bait and switch game. And that's exactly what they're doing. This whole, this whole thing has been completely and 100% designed in order to make us look elsewhere to draw our attention elsewhere from all the crooked and underhand shit that they are doing one thing that I want to talk another thing that I want to talk about because the whole the whole episode, this whole episode is dedicated to the fact that we have a 100% honest to God tyrant in DC. Everybody wanted to dump on Donald Trump and call him a tyrant. Was he a tyrant? No, he wasn't. I'm sorry, he wasn't. And if your argument is the Muslim ban, then you're fucking stupid. Because he's not the only one who did it and it wasn't a Muslim ban. Barack Obama did it. Jimmy Carter did it. So does that make them tyrants? Does that make them racist? Does that make them Islamophobic? No, it don't. So why would it make Donald Trump the same thing? And I'm telling you, it, it, it just makes me just fucking annoyed at the fact that I have to defend this. Seriously, when it comes down to right and wrong, if it comes down to right and wrong, 
you always have to side on the on the on the side that is right. The side that is truth. Because that's what we do here. It's in the fucking name of the podcast, okay? You always have to side on this on the side of truth. I'm not saying that the guy was the second coming of Christ. No, that's not what I'm saying at all. But when the facts don't line up, when there's when there's evidence saying to the contrary, then no. I'm going to have to I'm going to have to take the unpopular stance inside with the with the facts here, inside with the truth. You know, like the whole saying that we've been hearing throughout this whole fucking, you know, two weeks to flatten the curve and has been taking over a year. You know, we got to trust the science, trust the facts. How about that? Trust the truth. How about that? Why is this such a hard concept? Why is this concept foreign in this day and age? Why does anybody have to fucking lie about anything? But this is what we do. This is American politics in a nutshell. Because it, it's all about trickery. That's all it is. The, the, you know, the, the shell game, if you want to call it that. Okay? You know, the, with the three shells and the P in one of them, and you, you know, switch them around. That's exactly what that is. Okay? That's exactly what this is. You know, the P being your freedoms. And they're constantly trying to keep it away from you. But let's talk about other things here. Okay? Let's talk about the crisis down at the border. Because that's exactly what it is. It's a fucking crisis. It's a humanitarian crisis. What is this president, what is this president doing about it? Not a goddamn fucking thing. He wanted to sit there for four years and lecture the previous president about the things that he was doing. But this cocksucker is not doing a goddamn fucking thing. Nothing at all. You have children who, who are being killed. You have children who are being raped and molested. You have cartels making money hand over fist with this shit. And this president is just ignoring it like it's not even happening. Which makes sense. Because he's pissed off at one of the border states, Texas. Remember a couple weeks ago, he called the, um, I think it was Governor Abbott, I believe. Governor Abbott and um, I want to say... I can't remember who the other person that he was talking about, but he said that their way of thinking was Neanderthal way of thinking. And that's all. I mean, you want to talk about a president who, you know, who t- who makes personal vendettas? It's this guy right here. You know, this is the this is also the same guy who was coined lunch bucket Joe. You know, he was for the working man, but as soon as one of as soon as a working man, a blue collar man, showed him what he had said and then tried to call him out on it, he wanted to get it in his face. He wanted to fight him because corrupt people don't like being called out on their corruption. 
We have all this that is going on in this country right now. Not a fucking thing is being done about it. We are literally watching the erosion of our Constitution every day. Every single day. You have people on the border who are suffering. Whatever your stance is on immigration, I myself, I have family who immigrated to this country in the, in the late 30s. I have no problem with people coming to this country at all. None whatsoever. But this issue that is going on on our southern border right now is not being handled and is not being taken care of. And anytime anybody asks a question about it, they get the same fucking line. We'll circle back to that. Guess what? They never do. You know, it's funny. Kamala Harris and Joe Biden both called out Donald Trump for his... Um, for his immigration policies, especially with, you know, the border, with the southern border. They call it cruel and inhumane. They call it dictatorial. They called it a massive violation of human rights. Well, Joe, let me ask you this. Who were the first ones who, to start up putting children in cages? That was you. That was you when you were the vice president. Let's ask another question. What have you done since then? Not a fucking thing. What are you doing about it right now? You're ramping it up. But since you have the media in your back pocket and they will literally do anything and everything in order to protect your fucking ass, your your old decrepit racist ass, And let's face it, Joe Biden is a fucking racist. Whether you like it or not, he is. His own words back that up. That's neither here nor there. This all ties together. But he's the one who is continuing this and isn't doing anything about it. He's just leaving it where it is. Why is that? Is it possible that he doesn't give a shit? Probably so. That's where I'm leaning because that's what it looks like. He does not care. You have all these things that are going on. Right before our very eyes. Nothing's being done about it. There's chaos in the streets. Nothing's being done about that. You literally have cities that are being burned to the ground like you did last time. Nothing's being done about that. You have the, you have the state of Michigan begging for more vaccines. Because they have the highest spike in the nation right now in COVID cases. And they're being denied vaccines by the White House. Sure, they'll give them funding for research. But they're not going to give them any vaccines. 
And again, if you listen to this, if you listen to this podcast, you know how I feel about when a government mandates that you have to do something. That's another thing that's going on in this country right now, too. We are slipping more and more each day closer to Nazi Germany, to Soviet Russia. You literally cannot do anything now without having a passport with your medical records on there. I'm sorry. I thought medical records were supposed to be private. Apparently, not when COVID is going on. We have always been told that your medical records are supposed to be private. But when it comes to the government, they don't give a fuck. They don't care. Because in their mind, there is no such thing as private privacy. There is no such thing as rights. You are to do what they tell you to do, when they tell you to do it, how they tell you to do it. And that's exactly what this government is doing right now. Right now, we're watching it happen. Another disturbing thing that is coming out with this administration, right? Just when you thought the nightmare couldn't get any possibly fucking worse. Now, mind you, we're not even nowhere near the one-year mark in Joe Biden's presidency. But like I said, once you thought that things couldn't possibly get worse in this country, Joe Biden doesn't disappoint. Let's talk a little bit about David Chipman. Who's David Chipman, you may ask? David Chipman is a favorite of Joe Biden to head up the ATF. David Chipman was in the ATF. Not only was he in the ATF, but J- David Chipman was also in the ATF in Waco, Texas in the early 90s. Now, if you know anything about Waco and what the government did to those people, whether they were breaking the law, quote unquote, or not, those people did not deserve to die. Those people did not deserve what happened to them at all. But you know, the ATF being a government entity, they have to go they have to go riding in to save the day, right? They have to go in for the government, for the deep state. They have to go riding in. Come hell or high water, those people, whoever the people that they are that they're going after, by God, those people are going to fucking pay. And that's what the ATF does. Ask Randy Weaver what happened to his family at Ruby Ridge. He'll tell you. 
But David Chipman was there at Waco. He participated in the slaughter of those people. American citizens. The slaughter of those people. David Chipman was there. And Joe Biden wants to make him the head of the ATF. So you literally, and in true bureaucratic fashion, you literally want to put someone who has blood on their hands in charge of the nation, nation's police, so to speak. That's what they're claimed to be. Okay? That's what, that, that's what we're going with. You want to talk about tyrants? Brother, we have one. Brothers and sisters, we have one. He's in D.C. This is the current state of this country right now. You have a guy who's supposed to be in charge who does not give a fiddler's fuck about rights of anyone. The only thing he cares about is power. He is your typical career politician. He is your typical career DC politician. 100%. He care less. He could care less about what's good for this country. Instead of taking care of this country, protecting this country, we're going to make deals with people who want to destroy us, who want to kill us. That's why you're having countries like Iran doing whatever the fuck that they want. What Joe Biden doesn't seem to understand, or maybe he does understand, I don't know. I'm only going on what I see, and I talk about what I see. But what Joe Biden doesn't seem to understand, what the president does not seem to understand, if these people and people like them who have the same mindset about us, America, if they were to get a nuclear weapon, what makes you think that they wouldn't try to use it on us? Where would you be then? Where would you be then? How would you, how would you say that? How would you, how would you even, I mean, honestly, if you were still alive, how in the fuck would you be able to explain that one? Why is this country, why is the government of this country consistently trying to make deals with countries who fucking want to exterminate us? Who want to wipe us off the fucking map? Why? It doesn't make any fucking sense.
But this is what we get. Somehow, the American people decide that people like this are the people that we need to run this country. And it's fucking terrifying. Because people like this do not give a shit about our country, does not give a shit about us whatsoever. These people obsess about getting power. Once they get that power, they obsess on getting more power. Once they achieve getting more power, then they obsess over how they're going to keep it. By any means necessary, they will cling to whatever power they were able to scrape together. And by God, will they use that power? But they won't use that power to benefit us. No, no, no. They will use that power against us. And we're witnessing it every single fucking day. Every day. Every day. Nothing's being done about it. Nothing at all. You literally have the president of the United States addressing the people and talking about how he can circumvent Congress, how he can circumvent the Senate. You know, it's funny. He once said that you cannot rule by the stroke of a pen. That's not how things are done in the United States. So far, that's all he has done since he's become president. See, this is the thing that they want you to forget. They don't want you to remember the things that they said in the past. Because the things that they say in the past shows what they're doing now. It's literally doublespeak. That's all it is. We literally have a tyrant running this country right now. Right now. This past week, he's already signed four more gun control measures in the law. Four more. This is also the same guy who said, <coughs> excuse me, that um, the only thing that you need for home defense is a shotgun. And remember, he has, he has plenty of, he, he, he has shotguns too. Nobody's trying to take your Second Amendment away from you. Really? If nobody's trying to take away our Second Amendment, then why are you creating laws? Why are you writing laws to further restrict it? Why are you ramming them through with executive order if you're not trying to take away our Second Amendment rights? This is what I don't understand about this country. I, I, don't, I don't get it. What more do you need? We already, we're already being forced to show papers everywhere we go. Red flag number one. We don't have an economy 
because the government just pays for you to stay home. Red flag number two. You can't say anything because you will literally be shouted down and canceled. Which I guess freedom of speech is completely and utterly gone in this country anymore. That's red flag number three. What more has to happen? Did they need? Did they literally need to come into your house? Did they literally need to kick in your front door and drag you out in the middle of the night to be disappeared forever? Give them enough time and allow for this these these actions to go the, the way that they are. That's what's going to happen. that's what's going to happen. They're already trying to make it to where the police can come into your home without a warrant. Yeah. There you have that. You have all this shit that is happening under his watch. And we're supposed to believe that he's not a tyrant? Get the fuck out of here. You know, I've asked this question many times before. And I feel like I'm going to have to keep asking this question. But it's a question that I feel that deserves an answer. There was a time not that long ago where you had militia groups all over this country Saying that they are waiting and they're ready in case tyranny breaks out in this country. Well, my question is this. If you are ready and more than willing, then where the fuck are you? Where the fuck are you? And this isn't, a, this isn't, you know, a quote-unquote dog whistle. I'm not calling for, for, these, um, for these groups coming out of the woodworks. But my question is, it's just a question. Where the fuck are you? What are you waiting on? Was this just empty promises? Was this just lip service? Were you just running, you know, running at the fucking mouth? Because everything that I have seen so far would constitute as fucking tyranny. What are you doing about it? It's what I want to know. Like I said, you literally have someone who was elected president. Allegedly. Elected president. And saying that there are no amendments in the Constitution that are absolute. I'm sorry, the complete and utter bedrock of this nation and our country and everything that we have and everything that we stand for and everything like this, this, that, and the third is not absolute. Well, if that's fact, okay, what about all the, um, what about anything that involves taxes? Because by your definition, Nothing in the Constitution, none of the amendments in the Constitution is absolute. What about the ones, what about the ones that pertain to income tax? 
or any kind of tax. I see in there, therein lies the rub right there. You don't pay your taxes, they're coming after you. And Joe Biden gave them more power, more authority. And he's allowing them to arm themselves. That's been going on for a long time. That, that isn't anything new. It's not. But they were given more authority and more power. And that right there is a scary notion. Probably even so more so care, uh, scary than David Chipman becoming the head of the ATF. Then again, it may not be scarier. Because who knows, maybe they can start working hand in hand. Crazy idea? We're living in the fucking twilight zone as is. Nothing surprises me anymore. It doesn't. Because we all saw this coming. We all saw it coming. And none of us did anything about it. Sure, I can stand here and say, you know, I've been the canary in the coal mine the whole time. With my little podcast that gets out to, I don't know how many people. Jerry goes around the world. People in different countries listen to it. Different, you know, a lot of people in the United States listen to it. But I'm not going to take that credit. Because I'm not the only one. And my little, my little podcast pales in comparison to what other people have been doing for years. But the problem is, we've always been here. We've always been trying to warn people. But nobody wanted to listen. And because nobody wanted to listen, this is what we have. This is what's going on right now, right in front of our very eyes. If the founding fathers were to come back today and see what was going on, they would be disgusted. 100%. If our ancestors came back and saw what was going on, they would be disgusted. And rightfully so. Because we were handed a republic. We were handed a republic. And we wiped our ass with it. That's what happened. Undoubtedly the freest country on the face of the earth. Not the only country in the face of the earth that has rights and freedoms, but the freest one in a short amount of time has gone from the freest country on the face of the earth to hardly recognizable with the amount of power and the amount of just corruption. That has, that has befallen on our government. Our government has grown to the size that our founding fathers were worried about. This is where we are now. And like I said, 
there doesn't seem to be any kind of end in sight. I don't know what needs to happen. I don't know what else needs to be done to wake up the majority of the people in this country. Not saying that people aren't awake. There are. But it's to the point now that even if you do speak out, you just may suffer the wrath that is the government coming to you. So people are less, they're more reluctant to speak out. And that's a very scary thing. Because countries like China, North Korea, Cuba, Venezuela, any country in the world that has a dictator, that's how they act. That's how the people in that country act. They're scared to death to speak out against the wrongs that their government is doing for fear of repercussion. Sure, the United States, in the United States, you don't get shot or executed for having a difference of opinion. Well, at least not all the time. Whereas countries who have dictators do. But I fear we're heading very quickly in that direction. Where we literally have jails for political prisoners. Just like Stalinist Russia had. But there's people in this country who want to sit there and say, That the president, the current president of the United States is not a tyrant. That he's not a dictator. Bull fucking shit. He is. And he's proving it. Because he has nothing to hide now. For the next two years, he can do whatever the fuck it is that he wants. And he knows it. And he's going to do it. Well, everyone, that's my thoughts this week on the things that I'm seeing in this country and what's going on. Um, I may not have covered everything that I wanted to get to tonight, But that was a very, very good chunk of what I wanted to cover. Because, like I said, things in this country are in a very bad way. It's starting to look extremely bleak. And if you're not prepared, then you're totally fucked. And like I said earlier, like I said earlier, the warning signs were there. We tried to tell you. 
we tried to get as much information out as we could possible. And, and in part, that's why I wanted to do this podcast in the, from, from the beginning. From the first episode to now. I have done, t- tonight's episode makes number 72. I have done 72 episodes of this podcast. The warning signs were there, people. You had people screaming this from the rooftops. We're not going to reach everyone. We know that. But it only takes 3.5% of the population to overthrow a government. That's not what I'm calling for. I'm just making a statement. That's all I'm that's all I'm doing with that. I'm, that's not what I'm calling for. I'm not calling for the overthrow of the government. I'm just saying that it only takes 3.5% of the population to overthrow the federal government. That's all I'm saying. It only took 3% at the time of the revolution. And look how that turned out. But I fear, much like a lot of other people do in this country, that that fighting spirit, that revolutionary spirit, that spirit to do something about tyranny is gone. That's what I fear. Sure, there are like-minded people out there. There are a lot of people who are upset, pissed off, disenfranchised by the federal government. But is that revolutionary spirit gone? Has it been, has it been worked out of the, the hearts and souls of the American people? I like to think that it's not. But... It kind of seems that it is. And if it is, then we're we're fucked. We're doomed. That's that's initially that's that's all I have to say. Because if people are not willing to stand up and to do what is right. Then they've won. The game is over. Game over. It's done. I don't know, people. All I know is that we we are sliding headfirst into some very, very dark, dark times. And it doesn't show any signs of slowing up or getting better anytime soon. Remember, we have already passed the one-year anniversary of two weeks of flattening, flattening the curve. And look where we are. So, if that can happen, anything at this point can happen.
But so with with all that being said, uh, that pretty much concludes this week's episode of the Hardcore Truth. Um, like I said, everything that I've talked about tonight, I mean, it was a huge chunk of what I wanted to cover. There may be some things that I've left out. There may be some other things that I didn't bring up. I only have an hour to do this podcast. So I tried to squeeze as much information and opinion and thoughts into an hour. I mean, I do what I can do, right? That That's all you can do. <laughs> but um, so with that, um, like I said, the, I mean, you just got to watch your back the entire, the, this whole time. You know? We are heading for some dark times, some very dark times. So always remember, always, 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 always remember to take care of yourself and to take care of others. Always stay aware and always remain vigilant. That is key. That is important. So with that being said... That concludes this episode of this week's uh, Hardcore Truth. Um, I hope to see you guys next week and do this all over again. So until then, you guys have a safe week. Be safe. Be vigilant. And uh, keep your nose to the air and your ear to the ground. More shit's coming our way. Something wicked this way comes. Until next week, this is Rusty. The pissed off libertarian signing off.